All right, welcome back to uh, our next edition of the Bosnian American Professionals podcast. Nedim Ramić here, car accident attorney in the St. Louis area, and with me. And Dr. Radić, chiropractor here in, uh, in St. Louis County. Which, which one of us wants the honor to introduce, uh, I guess since she's my partner, I guess I can go ahead. Go ahead. The greatest the most amazing ever Almira Bajic full disclosure here she is my law partner and she is the very first female we've got on our podcast oh. well I don't, I don't know if I can top that introduction <laughs> like that was pretty you know pretty intense there with the greatest and everything but no my name is Almira Bajic I am uh, Nadim's partner like he said we've been I guess together at Bajicinomics since June of 2010. So for the last it's almost really been that almost, almost, almost years. nine years that we've been doing this thing, and so far so good. I can't complain. Um, before that, I had uh, worked for the state. I had an interesting job as well. I did uh, child abuse and neglect investigations for St. Louis County for about eight years. I had my degree in social work as well as criminal justice, and. Uh, since that, you know, the last nine years, this has been my life. Together, I guess, with uh, my two kids <laughs> that we talk about all the time. Um, just, you know, been in St. Louis since 1993, April of 1993. Graduated from Oakville High School, um, and then ended up going to University of Missouri in St. Louis. Got my two degrees. Then went on to St. Louis University School of Law, and that's where I think Nadim and I met, right? We graduated at the same time, 2008, and uh, back in June 2010 is when we started. I, I guess you were one of the first waves to come in St. Louis, 1993. That's like the first wave of Bosnian to come in St. Louis. And I think, you're, I think you're right. I think there was another group of maybe a few families before us. Um, and maybe just within like a couple months or so. So how was it? I mean, when I came in 2002, it, we already had Bosnian American Society established. How was it for you? Um, I can tell you that it was a lot different than it was when you guys came because mm -hmm. we really did not have our, well, nothing. I mean, we didn't have a community established. We did not have anything that we could say hey this is a Bosnian thing or we can you know associate with with people that well first of all it wasn't in a lot of us so when I started school I was back in seventh grade middle school there might have been one other person that I know that was from Bosnia and really? I'll tell you it was not an easy thing because I um, before that I never learned English I never spoke English so coming you know in and and just that kind of get thrown into it. There was uh, nothing, nothing Bosnian that I could say. Hey, you so know, I, I can relate. So to. I guess we have to thank you and others that came with you for for establishing the community for us, and so we can keep on carrying it that way. The Bosnian American pilgrims. Thank <laughs> you very <laughs> much for paving the roads for called? us. <laughs> but uh, how, how old were you when, you when you first came here? Twelve. Okay. And you still remember a lot from Bosnia. Tell us a little bit what you remember and where you're from in Bosnia. Of course I do. Um, actually, we were back there um, April of 92 when it all started, mm -hmm. you know, just like everyone else. And uh, I'm actually from Stadimajden, which is uh, northwestern part of Bosnia. 
So the, the, the part of the country that, that I come from, it was pretty much occupied and it was one, one big concentration camp is what we call it because we were not able and we were not allowed to really move much. We weren't allowed to um, own any kind of like vehicles, transportation, anything. So that's why we you know, refer to it as a big concentration camp because we're pretty much stuck in um, part of the town that really had nothing. I mean, there was no stores open, no schools, no nothing. So we pretty much lived off of what we had saved up and what we had, you know, um, at, at the time. So for about eight or nine months, so I, I still consider myself somewhat fortunate that we did not have to stay as long as we did, but we left not by choice. We were um, pretty much um, let out. They loaded us up on the buses and you go. And we had no idea where we were going, you know, what's gonna happen. But um, I remember, I do remember again, you know, everything that had happened, not having, <laughs> electricity for months and months that was my, that's my biggest thing that I remember and of course you know there's a lot of neighbors friends who, who did get killed and my dad being taken away twice to a concentration camp and then not knowing what's going on and if he's going to come out alive and you know I was fortunate enough that yes he did come back and we were all able to make it out safely and uh, we're still all my whole family is here in St. Louis so, so on the buses, and then how, how did the journey from Stari Maidan to St. Louis go? Well, we, we went to the Croatian border. We stayed in Croatia. We had family that we stayed with for a few months, for about four months. And then I had family that had been in St. Louis, that had lived in St. Louis at that time for about 20 years or so. Um, so we got the paperwork, what, you know, I, again, I was 12 at the time, I'm not sure what the procedure is, but I remember having to go to the U.S. Embassy and getting all the fingerprints and all that stuff out of the way, and then it took about four months for us to get everything scored away to, to where we could actually come to St. Louis. And then you say family, we're talking about the Gerbich family here, yeah, and they're very well known in the, in, the, in the community. I mean, there's just not too many people that have not been to the restaurant, and they've done an amazing thing. Because uh, I guess they would be considered the Bosnian American pilgrims here in the city. I would region. agree with that. I would mm -hmm. agree with that. They, were, they actually have done a lot of amazing things for the community. I also have other family, my aunts and you know, my dad's sisters and everyone else who was there. But the Gurdjieffs are well known, and they really have since day one. Um, I can remember, you know, whenever we would have other refugee families coming in, they did everything they could to make them welcome, and they would have these dinners and um, invite people over and go because most people didn't have transportation at the time, did not know the city well, did not know their way around, so they would make sure that people you know were welcomed and they knew that there's other bosnians in the community and uh, of course try to help out as much as they can you know with with everything that a family might need when they first come in so they they've been definitely involved since since day one well madam and i talked about our first impression of us it was out of these movies so uh, we were expecting manhattan and beverly hills how about you well, actually, that's what I, because Beverly Hills 90210 was very <laughs> popular right before we came. I think back in 90 or 91 is when it started. So that was why I remember watching that every Sunday afternoon. Um, and that was one of the things that I 
do remember and then another thing that I always remember there was a and I can't remember the name of the show TV show that we watched um, and they had six flags like one of their intro um, when they start the show it was six flags and I remember you know the screaming eagle part of it and I remember the yellow school buses so that was my biggest thing um, that when I came in they did have the yellow school buses and we did end up going to Six Flags that was one of the very first things we did in the, that summer um, so that worked out that it but again it was it was different than what we had seen on, on 90210 now uh, going back to your previous career this is something I didn't know that you were involved prior to starting the practice with Nedim. Um, how did that affect you personal and business life? I mean, ev having your children, having your own children and then dealing with child abuse at the same time. To be honest with you, after I had my daughter in 2008, it did make a big difference. I definitely did see a big change in attitude and ch change in myself after I, you know, had a child. Mm -hmm. Because before that, again, you know, you, you go in and you're a young social worker and, you know, you do your thing and then you go home and it's all fun and games. Once you do have a child, it definitely changes your perspective of everything. I mean, it's absolutely changed it. Just because you come home and then you, as much as I try not to and tried not to, you always think about your own child. And it's like, oh my God, all these things that I've seen today or that I've been to, and then you just put yourself in that situation. It definitely, you know, makes a difference. So. And the funny thing was, you know, our third year of law school prepping for the bar exam, guess who's eight months pregnant? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> eight months pregnant prepping for the bar. How was that? We'll never forget that. <laughs> because I had, uh, I was work, I worked full time all through law school. And I had taken some time off, and I remember, you know, I was reading something from SLU, and they said, well, you know, if you've been studying, you know, six or eight hours a day, now is the time to start prepping, you know, doing it for 12 hours a day. And I was just thinking, like, I, I, I was, you know, seven, eight months pregnant. I, I can't sit for 12 hours a day. I can't sit, but, you know, especially to try to learn something. But, no, it worked out. I mean, it worked out. It was perfectly fine. I passed the bar, and, you know, four days later, I had the baby. Four days after I found that I passed, then I was like, well, I, I, I can do this now. The best present, huh? I, I can do this now. It was, it was good. It worked was out. Splendid. Yeah, and then you worked continued out. working a little bit more, and then we got together, and then we started practicing together in 2010. And, I mean, I know that, but obviously our listeners don't. So tell us a little bit about, you know, the practice. Tell us a little bit what you do, you know. Your, your, your average day, as they say. Well, obviously, I mean, it's, it's always something different for me because I do... A lot of times start out my day going to court. I do a lot of court stuff, as you know, um, just going different places and any time of the, you know, sometimes I'll be one part of town and next, you know, two hours I'll get to be somewhere else. And then I usually, you know, we come in and uh, we spend most of our time, you and I both, I guess, uh, doing personal injury cases. That's where I try to set aside a couple hours a day. Um, doesn't always work out and uh, just to work on personal injury. And then I do a lot of, uh, I don't know if I would say a lot, but I do quite a bit of family law, which is one of the, I would say, most emotional and hardest uh, part of the law to do. It's just people, you know, which I understand, um, people are emotional, going through a lot, their whole lives as they know it are over and changing, so they expect a lot from you. They expect you to be their, you know, attorney and their friend and psychiatrist and uh, advocate and everything else you can think of. So it's it's definitely m 
one of the areas that, that takes up a lot of my time and it's most emotionally, I would say, draining. So, and then other than that, we um, do a lot of traffic stuff, you and I, so we, you know, spend some time here and there and that. And pretty much What's the plan for 10 year anniversary, guys? Well, that's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. that would be coming up next year. Yeah. Now you so gotta we'll think, man. Now we <laughs> have to figure something out. We'll have to figure something out. It's gotta be good bitch, I mean, for else we'll be <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's definitely something to consider. Let me ask you this, Amira. Balancing kids and, 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 and you know, uh, work. It's hard, man. It's definitely a challenge, Nadine. As you know, probably. Um, <coughs> One of my kids, you know, Melinda's ten, almost 10, almost 11. It gets easier as they age, as they get a little bit older, a little more independent, but it's never easy. Every age um, has its own challenges, I would say. So some things that I never th had to think about, you know, three or four years ago, now it's, you know, we gotta think about different things. And, you know, for example, she's getting ready to start middle school in the next, not next year, but but I'm already kind of concerned about it because from what I hear, middle school is not fun and kids are, <laughs> kids are not fun. So we're already talking about that and you know, we're, we're trying to you know, prepare her for all the things that she might come across and what might happen in middle school and how kids might act and all that. And then I have a five-year-old and he's a different kind of uh, species. How would I say it? <laughs> like he's definitely <laughs> something different. We just talked about it today um, as far as food, you know. One of them I had no issues with and then this little guy is just, you know, he's, he's it, and it's like it's raised by same parents, grandparents, everything's the same, but they're completely different, completely opposite. I don't know if it's a boy-girl thing or if it's just they have different personalities. I don't know. Yeah, we are actually experiencing the same thing. Our boy and girl are totally different. Uh, and uh, the hardest thing for me is our son is two and a half and uh, my daughter's gonna be a year next two weeks. Um, they both at that stage now and they both cry when I'm leaving for work. That makes it super difficult for me. Uh, it used to be just Alden, just my son, but now Emma is at that stage too that now she cries as well. So it's I'm running, I'm, I'm running late to work a few mornings. Very interesting <laughs> because my experience is the total opposite. Here's the example of this morning. I'm telling him, I'm going to go have some breakfast, buddy. Nope. Leave. Go to your car. Put your jacket on. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, no breakfast for you. So basically, I got kicked out of my own house by my little one. Who's I wonder what you old. did to deserve that, like to, to, to be at that point. <laughs> well, I, I took off half a day yesterday to take him to, to the urgent care because he's got an ear infection. So I guess, yeah, I probably deserved that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it is all different. But um, going back to you, all in all, it is, it's a rewarding career and the law helping people and mostly Bosnian Americans here in the, in the St. Louis area. I would absolutely say so. I would agree with that. Just because it, we, we do have, you know, we get exposed to a lot of different things. So we do get to learn a lot of different stuff and, and, and um, communicate, you know, be in contact with different people and everything. And, and again, you know, sometimes it's not all good, but for the most part, I definitely do consider myself lucky for doing you know what I do and being where I am at this point 
you know, especially with, you know, going back to family and kids and being able to balance all of that. So mm-hmm. it is um, definitely, you know, um, rewarding to know, hey, I have a career, I have a family, I can do it both, you know, just um, as long as everybody's healthy and happy and we're, we're all good. I don't mind coming to work. Um, and actually, uh, didn't you both just come back from your vacation from Mexico? Yes, that was, <laughs> that was something that we found. I mean, we both had booked you know our vacations had no idea and it wasn't probably about two weeks prior to our you know departure date that we found out it was the same flight (laughs) same date same you know destination different hotels but it would just happen to work out that way we both um ended up leaving the office but we, we did good i'm gonna blame my wife for that because at the end of the day when we travel she just tells me when i need to show up and I just do, and this time it, you know, panned out to be at the same time. <laughs> Not planned, and everybody's like, well, what are you guys going to do? But we do have staff. I mean, mm-hmm. we do have uh, people who are responsible and take over, and that obviously means the world to both of us, that we can we have someone that we can trust and that we know the place is not going to burn down by the time we come back. So they held a place together for a few days. As far as I know, we had no issues and everything just worked out. I do make sure before I leave, like all my court stuff is taken care of. That's one mm-hmm. of the things is that, you know, if there's anything coming up, even a few days after I come back, I always try to get everything done so I don't have to worry and rush when I come back and, you know, trying to take care of this. So everything that can be done before I do that. And um, after that, it's just smooth sailing. And everyone had fun. Well, I guess you guys came back with. Uh, ear infection but everyone had fun right it was it was a good time it was a good time and you know i always say traveling with little kids for me is like eh i could suffer the same here in st louis but <laughs> i guess the older they get i am gonna tell you and i'm gonna make you feel better because i do say it, it does get easier as they get older and then if they do have an older sibling to look up to i think that makes it easier too they you know, you know get a little means, more buddy. independent Is she implying yeah, anything here <laughs> <laughs> so three years yeah yeah um Fadis is what three now so he's yeah he'll he'll be able to you know teach his, his little brother or sister something for a sibling well he's gonna permanently kick me out of the house by then <laughs> <laughs> no it does get easy i mean it's not it's not easy easy ever but you know, you always worry about stuff. We had uh, we traveled with two other couples with kids. One of them had uh, has allergies. He's highly allergic to peanut butter or peanuts. So there was something that happened in, the, in that buffet and came in contact with it. So he had his you know reaction and kind of gave us a little bit of a scare. And but he ended up you know we didn't have to take him to the hospital or anything. But he did end up. Um, with some hives and fever and you know your, your typical symptoms. We had another little one who ended up with an ear infection down there, but it was an easy fix. Just take her to the doctor down there and they gave her some antibiotics, so it worked out. Oh Everybody yeah, I mean, they do have happy. doctors in Mexico too, right? Yeah, they do. I mean, <laughs> it was one of those on-site medical oh. places that- Oh, um, that's perfect. They did, I mean, they always recommend that you actually take them to a hospital. Just because I, I'm assuming it's it's a standard thing, you know, and especially when it involves kids. So, but um, mom is a nurse in this case, so mom decided, hey, you know, as long as we can get some antibiotics, I'm gonna keep an eye on her, and she did perfectly well. All the kids were happy; everything worked out perfect. Awesome. Splendid, splendid. Well, uh, we do want to be respectful of your time, Almira. I know you've got a full plate. Uh, so, is there anything else that you would like to add? 
No, just again, you know, just I, um, I'm happy to be where I am and uh, have the career that I do have and what I have. I mean, just, just plain and simple, you know, I consider myself lucky and I guess I have you to thank for Nadim. Because um, it's, wor- <laughs> I mean, like I said, I think so far it's worked out, no complaints. So hopefully you feel the same way and that we can keep this going. And the next year we'll have to plan that party, I guess. 10 year anniversary, Ten man. 10 year anniversary. So, so thank yeah. you very much for being I'm with excited. us today. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Elmira. All right, everybody. Have a great day.